Welcome back to another episode of White Collar Crime. Today, we're going to be zooming in on one of the most seminal legal codes built to protect against white collar crime. We are talking, of course, obviously about Article 12, Clause 5, Motion B, semicolon U, with the two little dots above it in the U.S. Constitution. Um, And today, to deep dive into this just important piece of legislation, we're going to be joined by the greatest living expert on this clause, constitutional scholar, the Honorable Professor Winston L. Wig, uh, endowed professor of law at the University of Phoenix, Albany branch. Now, Professor Wig, you're an expert on this exact piece of law. I understand you've published six books on its legal implications, everything from the 18th century West Indies rubber trade to the 21st century fallout around the great Nutella recession of the Latvian political economy. Now, Professor, tell us more about this clause, this this motion, um, this article. Uh, What exactly does it mean? What is it really all about at its core? Thank you so much for having me. this clause, really, at its um, apple core, is about <laughs> is about uh, what it means specifically to uh, consume uh, a chicken <laughs> without bones, and that has actually become outlawed in certain parts of the world. Um, and most controversially seen in Buffalo Wild Wings, bone-free chicken wings. Now go with me here, sir. And, and just to get us all caught up, is that um, Buffalo Wild Wings versus the state of Nevada? Is that the case we're all thinking of from 2014? Yes, sir. That is the landmark case. <laughs> is, that, is that B-dubs versus Miller? That is 2017. That is B Dubs versus the City of Sin. Yes, sir. That is correct. <laughs> That's great. Oh, honorable professor, thank you for joining us. Although thank you so I should for having me. I should have told you from the start. This is not white collar crime. This is barred to death. <laughs> Oh, I just, I just, what in I, the had, hell? I had no idea what to do. You, that was genius. You gave me nothing. You, you talked around it for 10 minutes. It's a, it's a different type of crime. I was it's like, white hanging, I was crime. hanging on to every word and I was like, he's given me nothing. Oh, I told you about Salt the article jargon. and the clause and the motion <laughs> and <laughs> the semicolon uh, with the two little dots. About it. great. <laughs> I think it's called an, an umlet. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I think that's correct. An umlet. Uh, welcome to BTDS two E four season I like it. two episode four. Um, I S. I'm single. Okay. <laughs> oh, obviously, uh, this is episode four of season two. Today we are continuing our conversation from last week, which is all around food. Um, chicken God. without bones, chicken <laughs> with bones, other types of food. Uh, last week, Colin, you want to get us caught up to speed? Just a quick refresher. Sure. Yeah. So for this season, Ryan uh, and I, we're talking, we're bringing to each episode um, 
anything that comes to mind in response to one word, stories, content, scenes from movies, uh, personal experiences, whatever it might be. Um, and the word last week was food. The conversation was, uh, there was a lot, we covered a lot in that first episode and we wanted to even talk more about it. We had a list of questions written out for each other. So we figured we'd just keep the conversation rolling and uh, start with some of those questions. Can I throw one out for us, Ryan? Let's, let's get us rolling. So you actually answered, I threw one of them in in the last conversation about your family's relationship to food. We talked a lot about that. Um, let me let me zoom out a little bit here. We even talked about cooking. What's your favorite dish to prepare, to cook? Mm, that's good. Huge fan of making cheeseburgers. Really? And- I think it's the thing that I'm best at cooking. I have my cast iron skillet. I got my burger press. I think the key is to do a smash burger. So you're making like a really thin, almost like you just, you know, three minutes on each side. Done. It makes this really thin, crispy burger. Whoa. Got my meat meat thermometer. Not even on the grill. You do it on the skillet. I, so I don't own a grill, so that's more of uh, a personal thing that I didn't want to talk about, but you brought up. (laughs) Now I'm putting in front of the that's audience. Great. But- that's great, though. It's cooking. <laughs> I actually like that. It's cooking in the fat. It's That fat's rendering. It's going to be Dude. like a, a more scrumptious burger. That's exactly. And then you use that leftover beef fat to either um, saute some jalapenos, some onions, oh, and I you just create it. a really nice, like get a potato bun, nice fluffy light oh. bun. What what, uh, what kind of ground meat? Like, do you go chuck? Do you go sirloin? What, what percentages? What do you do? So I go Whole Foods. Uh, try and buy the right kind. I go eighty five fifteen. It's a good, nice fat. Good. It's a it's a fatty cut. Um, so I think the the thing with burgers is like, if you want something, if you want venison, go eat venison. But if you want a burger, like you want something with some fat on it, mm-hmm. um, something that's gonna stick together. And I like it. There's a time for a bison burger, yes, but mm. but um, I'm actually pretty darn proud of my ability to cook a burger. I wow, I'm impressed by that. I usually go uh, like seventy thirty. Ooh, dirty on the dog. Meat with a ninety ten, combine them. So you get oh. two different two different kind of sources working together. Sometimes I'll get like a chuck on the seventy thirty, and then like a ground sirloin on the ninety ten. Mix them. That's together. a good move. If, and that's of course if you're doing it for like a lot of people, you don't want to do that just for yourself. It's too much. Yeah, it's a, that's a lot of work. But um, cool. the key the key with the good burger, you got to let that baby rest. You got to let it oh. sit there for a few minutes, and then you bite into it. Um, what do you serve on the on the side? Of that meal. Uh, nice little summer salad, or if I'm feeling, you mm-hmm. know, a little out there, maybe get some some O-rings from the uh, the freezer section. Oh, uh, I like it. That's and great. Just, and just cruise a little bit. Um, oh, little just, naughty, little nice. I like it. That's great. Yeah. Um, what's? Tell me about a time you cooked something that went terribly. Oh, geez. I've it ended up on the floor. It ended up on fire. Uh, you broke up. Um, <laughs> All right, so I'll throw this out because this this kind of answers. Um, I didn't answer the the dish to cook question, but this this will answer it. So I love making steak fajitas on the grill. That's on a charcoal grill. Steak fajitas are like the thing I do best, like a carne asada skirt steak. Um, and there's also not a lot of great places for Tex-Mex out here, and so it's just like the best I can do. Um, yeah. And then we'll do like the chewy style. Um, jalapeno they call it um what do they call it? creamy jalapeno dip we'll do that nice. salsa in the blender 
homemade pico in the blender and the ninja and then like grill some onions some mushrooms some peppers skirt steak right on the grill you know flour tortillas put them on the grill warm them up like there's nothing better to me than like than yeah. that that meal that's a phenomenal meal so i'm making that one time i've got like a lot of people in town it's winter so it's freezing cold and i was like ah, i can grill like i can do it we had like that that was just a meal i felt really confident with uh, at the time still do, but like, was just really excited about it. And like, I was like, Oh, this, this always lands, this meal always lands. And I usually will throw a chicken, like a pollo asada in there for if people want that. And on this particular night, um, I did the veggies first cause the veggies take longer. And because it was so cold, the charcoal like went out like midway through the steaks. So by the time oh, I'd gotten God. the steaks on, like there's still some rawness on there and they're like dead. So I have to like, <laughs> pull, I have to keep them on, like keep them warm, fire up another, like a chimney, it's like a chimney starter worth of charcoal. Yeah. And I'd bought, I'd purchased this like, de- I was, this is all in like our deck, our patio. I purchased this mat, this grill mat from Lowe's and like the dad who, <laughs> the Lowe's dad who sold it to me was like, this baby can withstand like 700 degrees. Like you can do anything you want on this. <laughs> so I usually, um, when you start charcoal, you do it in the the grill, right? But I've got stuff on the grill, so I can't do it there. So I start this chimney of stuff on the on, of charcoal. I, I light them on this deck mat and I use a lighter cube. So you just like light this little cube. It's like a little wax cube. And then you put the chimney of charcoal on top of it. And that flame like hits the bottom charcoals and then it just carries up to the top over like 20 minutes. And it's going to heat up all of your charcoals very evenly, very, you know, a lot faster, 15 to 20 minutes versus like 30 minutes with, with lighter fluid and, you know, having to pay close attention to it. And that wax cube melted through the grill mat (laughs) and it, and it just burned a perfect ring of the chimney, um, the chimney starter into the grill mat, which then burned a perfect like charcoal ring into the deck. <laughs> and it and it got to where there were like embers coming through the bottom of the deck. And I thought I really like messed up our deck. Turns out it's fine. It's just the service, but it like, but yeah, there's still a huge hole in this grill mat. And so not only was the did the deck suffer from that? And I looked like an idiot, but the steaks like took forever and they just weren't cooked great. And it, we literally started eating at like nine 30. It was, a disa- <laughs> it was a uh, pretty much a disaster. Somewhere that when that was happening, that Lowe's dad just felt like a pain in his chest and he didn't know why <laughs> it was unexplained, but he, he felt pain jokes on him. He's working for home Depot now. <laughs> <laughs> Downgrade. What, what about you? Any botched meals? Uh, I definitely didn't understand that olive oil had like a, a smoking point at one point. So <laughs> the second it hit my pan, which was on high, tss, oh. whole thing caught on fire, <laughs> smoke alarm. Um, that pan was totally ruined and it was just generally terrifying. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. S- smoking points are real. Um, I do remember grilling chicken at the apartment that you and I lived in with Andrew mm-hmm. and then promptly dropping it all on the floor. Oh. And I threw it away and I remember Andrew going, I would have eaten it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you run that thing under the sink and you move forward. I probably should have in <laughs> retrospect. Well, I mean, it depends. Did you drop it on like fall foliage or did you drop it on? I like, dropped it on our <laughs> kitchen floor, but you know, there's like, oh, shoes okay. and stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's well, personal decision. All right, I got one for you. We talked about favorite meal to cook. What's the most memorable meal you've ever eaten? And I'm not talking about favorite meal because I want to get into that desert island uh, meal. Most memorable meal experience that you've had. Like maybe huh. it wasn't maybe it wasn't even about the food, right? Maybe it was more about something that happened, but Oh man, that's because that's yeah, memorable is different than mm-hmm. favorite versus best versus Oh, and it could be question. that it was just the best burger you ever had and just most memorable. I think this will probably, this says maybe only happened once in my life that I ate something like the moment I killed it. Um, mm. And so I was fishing in Alaska and we took a helicopter to the super remote lake. I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere. If you walk in the woods, you're the first person to walk in those woods. So cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And I, I remember like stepping away from the lake for a second to like take a leak. And so I walked <laughs> like 20 yards into the woods and I was I saw a bear paw in the mud. Oh. And I just sprinted back to the lake. Um Yeah, that was one of the scariest ones of my life. But we we're fishing for salmon, sockeye salmon, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we would catch it and you catch it and you kill it mm-hmm. and then we had a fire going and the guy the guide had brought like a big wok mm-hmm. and we just put the wok over this man-made fire uh drizzle a little oil in there and we would just scale and like degut or gut the fish and just put it right on the skillet and i was eating this salmon within you know 10 minutes of it being alive and I, I I'll never have fish that good again. Um, that sounds insane. Like that sounds like the episode of chef's table where they go to Patagonia yeah, and do like, like build the smoke fire thing and like cook it right there. That's sounds awesome. Yeah. And I just remember thinking this is insane. I mean, I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's just, I just mm-hmm. caught this thing. It, this thing was breathing 10 minutes ago. And it was just, it was also just taste wise, the best fish I've ever had in my life. And so that was, that was super cool. No joke. Say the like, name of the fish again, the salmon. What kind? I think it was a sockeye salmon. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was good. And no joke, like 10 minutes after we eat this fish, uh, the storm, like a storm is rolling in, like up in Alaska, you know, storms come and go pretty quickly. Mm. And the guy, we like flew in with like a, a little biplane, like a single engine plane. And the guy was like, we got to pack up and get out of here. And we're like rushing to get out. And so I had this delicious salmon and we instantly had to get in this tiny plane and <laughs> it was super bumpy and I'm like stuck in the back. And I remember thinking I'm going to throw up like this salmon is going to go from being alive to being eaten to being vomited in about 15 minutes. It's the full circle of life. So you guys flew out there just for this meal, like this experience? We we flew out to fish. Yeah. Into this remote wilderness. And then you and just cooked it right there. Cooked it right there. And, and you brought, and you brought more like back with you? Yeah, yeah. We brought a lot of fish and then they like freeze it for you and they but ship it, was it like, home. Yeah, like first fruits, yeah. like do it right there. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty darn memorable. That um, is a mem- That is an incredibly memorable experience. Yeah, how about you? You ever eaten like a wine room <laughs> where like, you know, Al Capone dined or something? <laughs> no, I've had a ton of memorable meals, but 
for some reason, the thing that's coming to mind right now is my brothers and I um, would always ride our bikes to this pizza joint called Brothers. <laughs> it's literally okay. the name of the pizza joint, um, which you know of that, Ryan, little neighborhood spot. That and stuff's the best. We would, yeah, it was like the only place we could like ride our bikes to. And that was like such an event for us in the summers was like riding our bikes together and like, what are we going to get? And like, what do we have enough money for? And like, we, we have to like, you know, you get like, they did pizza by the slice. You get like two slices of cheese or something. And I remember this one time we were eating lunch there. We were young and Manny, who's the owner, he's from New York. Um, uh, we asked for like water cups. Like we didn't have enough money for soda, but we really wanted soda. So I asked her a water cup and went and got, um, Sprite instead. Ooh, nice. And he caught me <laughs> and he threw me out of his pizza shop. What? I'm not even kidding. You were was, thrown out of brothers? I was thrown out of brothers with my brothers. Incredibly embarrassing. And like Ken was just like, just drilling like he was so bummed like riding our bikes back home and like the summer heat just meal cut short and we're all thrown out because of like something stupid that i did it was like one of the like lowest points and it's memorable because of just how terrifying it was yeah and i tell my mom about it that night and she's like you gotta like just apologize like tell him you're sorry you know she was of course disappointed in me so i ride back the next day alone solo mish wow and get there and of course i'm like just like pouring sweat it's like summer and i'm just like just like just sweaty kid and i'm like manny and he's like what do you what do you want you know he's got this like super <laughs> thick new york accent he was genuinely angry but i yeah. i i've been a, a patron of this place since i was like I mean, like, that's, like, where my parents ordered from when we were kids. Like, when we were, like, yeah. weren't even born. That's great pizza. It is great pizza. It's, like, solid New York slice. And um, and I apologized to him. And that's actually, like, the first time in my life I've Whoa. looked someone in the, that I can remember, like, looking someone in the eye and, like, being being an adult, you know, kind of thing. As yeah. Like a, as, like, a 13, 12-year-old or whatever. And his wife was there and she was like, Manny, like, give the kid a try, you know, like, she's like, it's, it's, it's okay. Sweetie. Look at him. And she, he's friendless. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's no got prospects. Nothing, I, I'm doing this like Andrew Dice Clay accent. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> he's got nothing, Manny. Eh, that's horrible. Anyway, um, she, he's either going like, to be a star is born or a criminal is born right now. You decide, Manny. And he, that's, <laughs> that's so funny. And he, uh, like you could just see his anger kind of like crumbling and he forgave yeah. me and was like, wow. it's okay. Like, just don't do that again. And, uh, no joke for a few years later, he got shot because someone tried to carjack him and he was like, oh. he's like, do you know where I'm from? And they just shot him. <laughs> and he was he like, alive? he's yeah. Back in the oh, ba back slinging dough a few weeks later was like, telling lead with that was like telling everyone the story. He's like, someone tried to take my Corvette. And I said, no, you can't have it. And they shot me. He was like telling us he was like legitimately in the hospital for weeks. Anyway, Whoa. first <laughs> off. Corvette home. Like, I know, yeah. Yo, pizza business is booming. I just remember thinking, like, as like a kid, like he gets shot and like marinara sauce goes Dude. everywhere. <laughs> so I was dumb. just gonna make a joke. Were you really? I was like, I was like, two weeks back. That's pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch, watch out for the marinara. Yeah, but no, yeah, definitely a memorable meal experience. Embarrassing. Wow, that is terrifying, dude. There, I feel, I think everyone has a moment where they've like stolen something and gotten mm -hmm. caught. It's not always food. It's, it could be something small. I used to steal like chips really? um, from like delis. Like I would, 
order a sandwich and while I was waiting for the sandwich to be made, I would like eat a bag of chips in a corner of the store. <laughs> like hunched and then, over in an alley. Yeah, like like not even enjoying it, just like shoving it in my fat <laughs> face. Just like it's just like a purely like Carnal. the thrill of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so primal. And then I would throw it away like they had a trash can yeah. and I'd pay for the sandwich. At one time the guy was like, Do you have a bag of chips too? Oh, and I was so ashamed. I was yep. just that Catholic guilt setting in. I was just caught, and I, I, I was like, I'm never gonna steal again. Yep. And I've, I uh, actually can. And then I stole you, a bunch of music on Napster like, next <laughs> week, but I didn't care much about that. Yeah, was this before or after all the doubleheader <laughs> movies you talked about in the cinema series? Ah, right. That first off, that was an emotional time in my life. <laughs> Second off, I'm not paying to see Argo. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, that was no joke. The last time I've stolen anything was from Manny. Yeah. I'd, I'd done like some like stupid things. I think that might've been, that was like really the only thing I can remember. Um, of course, other than like a ton of music and movies when, yeah. Bear, when LimeWire came out and Bear Share. Um, but yeah, that was like, that sealed it for me. It was so embarrassing to be thrown out of a place by like a screaming New York adult. Um, yeah. Which was my favorite place to go. And it was like, oh, like I'm hurting Manny. Like this is yeah. like this isn't a victimless crime. Like this is like a dollar fifty out of his pocket that he could have put his gas in his Corvette. In, into his Corvette. I was <laughs> Did just you already say. Get there? <laughs> yeah. That's great. All right. You have yeah. a, wh- where are you at? I got one more question for you. Where are you at with questions? Uh yeah, I got I got two. Okay. Um here's a twofer. What's a food that you think super overrated that you think a lot of people like? And what's one thing you used to like a lot that you just cannot eat anymore at all? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Ooh, overrated food. That's I've never even thought about that. Like, oh, everyone likes this and it's crap. Man. Um... You want me to take the mic while you're thinking? Yeah. What was the second question? What's one thing you used to eat a lot, but like you can't eat anymore for one reason or another? Okay. Um, let me let me let me work backwards. Um, so I I used to uh, microwave nachos, like just like oh. corn tortilla chips. <laughs> shredded cheese just not properly done <laughs> just like maybe some some like paste salsa toss it in the microwave for like a minute and i would eat that after school all the time because i was just like you could make nachos in your living like in your living room in your <laughs> I microwave. Can have them at That's any insane. moment yeah. at any moment i could have nachos and i remember like just having that as an after school snack all the time when my mom was like working and no one was home and it got to where I just, I just got exhausted from nachos <laughs> in oh. the microwave and I love nachos. I eat nachos all the time, but I haven't microwaved nachos like that in a pretty long time. Thank God. Um, although recently I did because I had some like leftover steak and like some really good Pico and I was like, Ooh, like microwave some cheese on there, throw some like some, uh, some recooked steak and some sour cream and Pico. You're good to go. That's an evening right there. Um, yeah. 
Man, the overrated food question is a really hard one. Nothing's nothing's coming. T- oh, oh, I'll I'll throw out um crispy cream jo- crispy cream donuts. Oh, you're a lost soul. You Dude, are confused. I, talk about overrated. I know this is like there's literally you're something just, here called yeah, the Chris the Krispy Kreme mile where you like down Krispy Kreme donuts yeah. every quarter mile. It's like uh, yeah, Dude, man. I don't the know. The first Krispy Kreme was like in North Carolina. Dude, I'm a sh- like no one knows what this is. You'll know. I'm a Shipley's guy. Shipley's. Yeah, yeah Shipley's is better though. Shipley, That's fair. Right? Okay, Shipley's is better. Shipley's is better. It's a sweeter donut. It's like it's like a it's not as and like everyone loves it. They're like super light and airy. You got to get them hot off the grill, yeah. ice cold chocolate milk, you know. But for me it's like I w- I want like a I'm looking for like a quality donut. Dude, like I gotcha. A, a Shipley's donut with a kolache is like Ooh. the greatest thing too, with like an ice cold Heck chocolate yeah. milk. That's that's great. Okay, what about you? I'm, a, I'm I'm with you now. You got me back. I was about to shut down the pod, but I'm back. <laughs> um, dude, I don't like Mexican food. And then oh my gosh, are you serious? One of my favorites. I, I really haven't liked it for a long time, and then I, I ate it last summer, and. I either got food poisoning or got sick independently of that, but I spent mm. the next 12 hours vomiting that Mexican feud, food. <laughs> and so Mexican feud, yeah, it is a feud. <laughs> and then, so now I like really don't like Mexican food. Tamales, barbacoa, oh, not dude. a big taco. Like I just do not like the genre of food. I eat Mexican food every week, whether by making it, making tacos, or... I literally just said fajitas, like steak fajitas. Uh, I mean, I'm with you on nachos. I can do nachos, but like, I just don't like enchiladas or. Oh, dude, dude, get that! Don't even show it to me. Uh, more I'll, than I'm not okay. I'm going to tell this story. I have to tell a story. Can we talked about like last episode connection with home and food? Yeah. For me, it is fajitas. Like when I eat steak fajitas it is it brings me back to texas and when i, I moved gotcha. when i moved out here i learned i can't believe i've always known you you struggled with mexican food and my family eats a ton of it right yeah. um but when i moved out here i was like i wasn't prepared for the fact that there wasn't going to be tex-mex and i remember going on my birthday uh, my first birthday out here my roommate's like hey we should go for your birthday and i was like oh cool like let's go to a mexican food place and they're like, yeah, there's a great spot around the corner. And I remember the guac was like, wasn't even fresh. It was like, this is great. Yeah. This green sauce. Like they didn't have queso on the menu. They had cheese dip on the menu. Oh, and I was like, brutal. oh, what is happening? And it was like some of the worst Mexican food I've had. And they were eating it up. And there was this dish called the um, ACP um, arroz con pollos, uh, pollo. I forget what exactly what it is or arroz con pollo. That's it. Yeah. So it's, it's literally just rice and chicken and cheese. Like, and people went go crazy for it here. And I was like, where's the Tex-Mex? Like, where's the sizzling hot steak fajitas, like flour tortillas made in the house, you know, like the freshest guac and pico you've ever had. Not just like ketchup salsa. Like, and, (laughs) and I remember, um, that I was having this, I was just annoying everyone around me in seminary. And I was like, if only there was good Tex-Mex out here. And someone goes, well, have you been to Chewy's yet? Uh, And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I eat Chewy's in my hometown. It's like not my favorite. It's like a mid grade for me. Yeah. But I was like, there's a Chewy's here. And they're like, yeah, they just built one in Raleigh. It's like, you know, 30 minutes from here and no joke. Like every other week I would skip, my Wednesday afternoon Christian ethics lecture and would drive out to Chewy's because I was, I was like super homesick and I would get like a plate of fajitas 
and like a Corona and oh, would, would just respect. sit and like do homework and stuff. And just, I would hang there for like three hours every, like every Whoa. Wednesday or every other Wednesday. And it got to where I would bring some friends with me. And yeah. then that, that specific Chewy's became incredibly important to me, even to where they built one closer to my house, but I would still go to that one. <laughs> and then yeah. they ended up catering our wedding. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got to know the owner who was, he was uh, in the Catholic seminary for a while, but dropped out cause he wanted to have sex with this girl. <laughs> it was his okay. words, not mine. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we just, Joe, me and Joe became good friends. And so he gave us a, a good wedding discount. And it was like, when we were talking about our wedding, it was like, I really want to do fajitas and beer. Like that's a really important yeah. meal for me. So that's what we did. That was good. I enjoyed that that night. I remember I didn't, I was staying with you that whole week. Obviously, I wasn't going to stay with you your wedding night. So I, I crashed with Ken and your dad at their hotel room. I got a cot, <laughs> just like a total like leech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woke up the next morning. Everyone feels terrible. Yeah. And Ken opens his mouth and starts talking and his voice is like three octaves lower than normal. <laughs> and he goes, it doesn't sound at all like I smoked a cigar last night. <laughs> It That's was just good. like such a funny wake up. Um, Sorry, so then, I I like wanted to just have the fajitas thing as a is a I can't believe that man that that makes me sad because I love Mexican food. I'm I'm open to being converted once again in the future, but but as of today, that's. That's the state of affairs. I get it. In true story, I had uh, fajitas and a margarita once. It was like one of the first times I had a margarita from Rico's, which I didn't particularly love, but my family loved it. Got food poisoning. And I mean, it was like, that's that. I think that's the only time I've had legit food poisoning. I've had like yeah. stomach bugs and stuff where like I couldn't keep stuff down and I was sick for a few days, but this was like a 24 hour reset. And yeah. I. Uh, still to this day cannot drink tequila or margaritas. Because, yeah, dude. And it took me a long time to be able to eat fajitas again. And you just end up like purging every bodily fluid you have. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, When I, after my Mexican food fiasco a year ago, I mean, it's just the worst. <laughs> you just, you're cursing this. You want like the chef's head on a plate and you want to eat <laughs> his head. Kenneth, exactly, Kenneth used, and his buddies used to go to this place in college called uh, El Fuego fire (laughs) he was he was like obsessed with this place and he said uh it was like super like dirt cheap mexican food and i was like hey are we going to el fuego which i didn't particularly love it was like pretty low qual and he was like no dude can't go they shut down and i was like oh really like what happened he's like 12 people acute cases of chronic diarrhea Oh, he just got a and then he chronic. Yeah, it doesn't he, go away. I, yeah, he called it. He called it chronic diarrhea, which is which is a misnomer. But he describes like the situation of like having to walk into an emergency room, and he just goes, <laughs> he just goes with, of course, with like just diarrhea that doesn't stop, and he just goes, "Help me." <laughs> that should be the title of the app. He just goes, "Help me." <laughs> so funny. Just the trail of tears behind uh, him. Yeah, he just twelve people were like hospitalized and they shot. Down. Oh, brutal! It's the scene from Bridesmaids. <laughs> just that's a great go scene. dress shopping. Yeah, that is a great scene. The, yeah, the Brazilian meat place or whatever. Oh. Yeah, so, so good. I could just quote that scene. Yeah. Um, wait, I got a quick question for you mm-hmm. before it escapes me. Here's a dilemma I face. I got one more food question too. Cool. What I think of this the second 
I'm invited to go out to eat with a group of people. I'm talking more than three. Mm-hmm. How are we going to handle the check? Already paranoid. Um, really? What? What? What do you do? What's your preferred? Is it someone take the bullet, get the credit card points, and then we set up on Venmo? Do we all throw our cards down and split evenly? Do we try and do separate checks? But if there's 12 of us, is that even possible? What's the approach here, Cole? It's 12 people, all friends, like no family? I mean, it it could vary, right? Like, I I think you need to develop a philosophy here, and I, I guess I'm asking yours, yeah. So, I used to stress about this a lot. Um... But same now, now I still do, but I used to as well. <laughs> now that I have like a real paycheck and and like you know married and my wife works and we're solvent, um, I have a really bad habit of p- picking up meals for people, and it's not a bad habit, of course. But my dad, as you know, Ryan, incredibly generous with mm. the check in communal settings, would uh, always go for the check and would like always buy friends even when i came back from college and stuff and that you know would offer to pay he would like crack the joke about a moth just flew out of my wallet when i pulled it out that's funny and then the joke i do is i would put like my driver's license down and be like no seriously i want to help contribute and would like <laughs> put like my movie pass card or like my triple my a card uh in the stack but yeah so there's a lot of times where i'm like oh we'll just get it like i did this the other night and it was like over a 200 hundred dollar bill and uh <laughs> Dude, alcohol tax these things add up tip i know and, and like there's been times when brit she's never said like i'm too generous but there's been times when it's like of course this all just makes me sound like good but but no i'm i'm very comfortable humble brag like, well no it's no and it's like do i care too much i guess i'm guilty <laughs> of that uh, yeah that my biggest weakness is, is just being too nice to people um <laughs> no but most of the time, I now I don't really think about it. It's more of like, okay, I'm not getting this. Like we're clearly, and it's just, yeah, we're t- me and my wife are together. Those two are together. You know, I'm fine. Uh, I'm fine with uh, dude. A single man is it? You, you don't have that luxury. You're, and I'm a chronic under orderer, so I will order less than what other people order. No, are you talking um, like tapas where it's just like everyone like shares like family style? No, man, I'm just talking about, like, let's all go out to eat, let's all get a couple drinks and, and an entree. Yeah, clearly and you're the, on your own tab there, in my mind. There's dude, no but question. If, the, if there's, like, six people, the waitress is not going to um, split that up into six tabs. I've never then, had a situation where a waitress wouldn't split that up. Now, well, that, now I have been in restaurants. They don't say, want to. We, well, I, I mean, they get it. But there's always... Okay, but I guess... Regardless of the waiter, also you said waitress gendered. Oh, dude, regardless, I'm so sorry. Regardless of the server, I think it's server. Oh, it's server. That, sound, okay. that sounds worse. That sounds like servant. I know. I know. Which sounds like slave. I know. It's weird. Anyway, regardless of that, there's always one person in your group, and it's probably the person you know the least, who raises their stupid little hand, little Spartacus, and goes, "Oh, you know, let's just split it even." And that person ordered eighty dollars worth mm-hmm. of stuff, and I only ordered twenty. And it's like, no, let's not go even. Yeah. Okay. Now I see. Now I see what you're saying. So you're in a situation where the the server will not split it, um, or or that per, one person in your party is like, let's just split it, mm-hmm. and now you have to like identify yourself as the dissenter. But you which don't is so interesting because like the way I see it, if there's six people and you're like, no, I don't want to split it. That's too much work. I've I there's been t- there's I have had that experience and I've never done this but I've wanted to like pull this the server have wait, waiter sounds better I wanted to pull the waiter aside <laughs> and say hey 
let me explain this to you. Yeah, <laughs> so condescending deal. already. Um, <laughs> you, have, <laughs> you do not want to roll the dice on one person leaving the tip for everyone because th- that person could be a bad tipper. They and could. The chances you have a you have a one in six chance of getting a bad tipper if it's just one person in this group. You want six people to leave tips because you're likely to get more money. I mean, if you want to roll the dice and just hope that whoever it is you pick that pays is going to leave the best tip, but you're probably going to make more money if you split this. Like, that's the way I see it. And I like the idea of you, like, physically getting up from the table and, like, pulling them over by, like, the, co- <laughs> the coffee it's section so, of the it's restaurant. So yeah, yeah. And you're like, here, get, get over here, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal. <laughs> James, can I call you James? <laughs> She's like, no, my name's Sarah. <laughs> Oh, you, you look good. like a James. <laughs> um, but yeah. dude, this stuff stresses me out. Like, I just went to really? a bachelor party, and you know, oh, there's twelve. Oh, yeah, there's like twelve bad. guys, and it's like there's no way we're splitting yeah. up that tab. The but one like, guy orders the Blue Lagoon. It's on fire when it comes <laughs> out. <it's> the <laughs> surf and turf with like the thirty dollar uh, monk brewed mm-hmm. farmhouse ale from Switzerland. I got like a, a one Corona light mm-hmm. and like an app. And it just, if it's going to be a split check situation like that, I will actually usually just, if people are going surf and turf, I'll jump in and be like, you're just like, well, fine. Yeah. Like what the heck? It's our funeral. Might as well go big. And I'm going to have to pay, (laughs) I'm going to have to pay $50 anyway. Like might as well enjoy it. Every group needs a, uh, a Venmo person who's like, oh no, I want the credit card points. I'll buy the meal. Mm -hmm. I'll Venmo, I'll Venmo request you later. And it's like when that person, I don't want to be that person. No. But when that person raises their hand, I I follow them into the mists of Avalon. I will follow them to the ends of the earth. I thank them. Well, yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. It has, it has, um, that can really, oh, so my buddy and I, we had a, we were at a wedding in Indiana, um, and our friend Johnny was, was getting married and we went to this bar, this like, super like rundown bar and there was a ton of us like there was a duke professor of ours was doing the wedding and he came out with us and so it was like oh this is awesome there's karaoke so it's a really good time and so basically like josh and i uh, my buddy decided to like buy our friends drinks like throughout the night mm. we're like oh like let me get you a drink like haven't seen you in a while and basically like when the bill came we went up to the bar and we were just like we kind of had like just a moment of like oh, like, what have we done? Like, we were too generous. Like, we bought way too many drinks for friends. And I was like, we were really worried about the tab. And, yeah. it, and it came out and it was like, I think it was like 50 bucks. Because oh it was gosh. just, a, it was like a dirt cheap bar. Yeah. And we were just both like had that sigh of relief of like, That's I so told him, funny. I was like, I'm prepared. I was like doing my, like the, like the money I brought with me for the weekend. And I was like crunching numbers in my head. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I could maybe do 150, but like then- like, <laughs> I can't eat. Then I can't eat tomorrow. Like we were like, <laughs> it was, it was, and we road tripped out there. So then you're thinking about gas. It's like a whole thing. But it was, yeah, that was a funny moment. And we caught a break. <laughs> you're like, I think there's been some mistake. He's like, oh yeah, there has been. Yeah, I over, I, I overcharged you. And you're like, no, no, oh okay. Yeah, I was shocked because it was like, yeah, there was, there was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. Um, you said you had one more, one more question on oh, the docket. Yeah. One more question on the doc here. Um, so this is, I need a desert Island meal from you. Ooh. One appetizer, one main dish, one dessert. There, there doesn't have to be harmony between yeah. them. Like you're not in one restaurant here. 
Yeah, it's this the, is like your, a last. This is your yeah. This is your death row meal. Like last this meal. Is death row. Yeah. Which there's a whole Wikipedia page about like uh, famous prisoners' last meals. Yep. You should, everyone should go read that. It's really interesting. I have I um, have actually heard. I haven't read that page, but I've heard some of the meals. They're interesting. Yeah, one's like a carton of cigarettes in a tub of ice cream. It's pretty fun. Okay, um, I, I gotta go. It's a good time. That. So for appetizer, main dish, and dessert. Oh three, man, because you gotta course. think about like how these things are gonna be paired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For an app, I, I know this is desert island, but you know I kind of want like a nice summer salad. I want to start off light with mm-hmm. the appetite. I like it. Yeah, just something you know nice. Interesting veggies in there. Mm-hmm. Main, I'm gonna go dirty. I'm gonna go chicken parm sandwich. Oh, dude, um, so interesting. Yeah, with like a little side, maybe of spaghetti on the side. So we're going chicken parm, but put that on like hoagie. Oh, toast, toast that sucker. I love and it. Just like a, a little single serving of pasta, just as a little side, maybe mm. some like broccolini or something. Ooh, ooh I some, love broccolini. Some, yeah, a little bitterness, a little to charred, cut the, little charred on it. Yeah, yeah, to cut the richness of the the, mm-hmm. the pasta and and chicken. I'm with and you. And then I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna switch up genres here for the conclusion. I'm gonna go tres leches, all time favorite dessert. Whoa, I, guess, I love tres leches. Yeah, I guess that's Mexican, so I'm a little bit of hypocrite. But, yeah, that's like a milk um, cake. Yeah, yeah, tres leches when done Three properly milks, yeah. is absurd, man. So, yeah, um, it like melts. It's me- almost like a custard. Like it just kind of melts. Yeah, it's yeah. like this cake that's been sitting in these five or, oh God, I have five milks? No, it's three milks. Three Clearly milks, three yeah. milks. Yeah, three milks. And so it's it's really soft and gooey. and uh, It's phenomenal. And it's cold. You serve it chilled. It's phenomenal. And yeah. And it's good for you too. It's like, you know, <laughs> you feel good. You feel- um, <laughs> that's great. Uh, well, one thing I always do before is I just like stick my fingers in the tres leches and just like, <laughs> just, like sit there for a bit, like just a nice feel- 20 minutes. <laughs> Ice your just, wrist. Like, yeah, just to get a, just to see what it's all about. Just to get know, into I, it. Talk about sourcing. I'm trying to get in touch with my food. Um, That's great. Where are you at? Where are you at on death row? Also, why are you on death row? What'd you do? <laughs> uh, we got to talk about the, I don't know, I was trying to think about the crime, but white, I don't even remember. White, what, white collar? White collar crime. Um, Desert Island meal. Man, it's so interesting they say that because I was going to say Caesar salad. I just oh, love, nice. I love a good Caesar salad. Heck yeah, boy. Some some fresh pepper peppercorn on there. Um, fresh parm, like grated. Like it's just that's a solid thing for me. Chilled. I ch- I like my Caesar salads chilled. Put them when I make them, put them in the fridge for 5 minutes, let them cool off. Um, one main dish. This is really weird, but it would be chicken parm. Dude, I, I'm brothers. Not it'd be it'd be chicken parm with uh instead of spaghetti, I'd do angel hair on the side. Ooh, maybe, I like that. Maybe move. a little um little lemon butter. Uh, or maybe some some pomodora, a little spicier in the marinara. Ooh, slow down, um, slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> and then for dessert, that was the hardest one for me to come up with. If I'm eating one dessert as my last, yeah. it's going to be cookie cake from Great American Cookie. Oh, <laughs> you animal, dude. Dude, I, cookie cake from Great American Cookie is freaking insane. That's your birthday. That's every birthday. Every year. Was like, give me a cookie cake. That's all I want. I mean, it's pretty good. I'll give you that. It, it's <laughs> some like it's, chocolate and vanilla frosting, a little yin and yang on there. <laughs> Dude, you used to hit that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd hit that. Seriously, my mom would like. God love her. She would like for every one of our birthdays, she would go to the mall, which is the only place you go to get it. Like, who goes to the mall anymore? Yeah. And would like venture in to get to pick up Great American Cookie. Grab a sample on the way in and <sighs> out. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, dude, cookie cake, man, that's been a minute. And that was hard for me to do chicken parm instead of pizza because I love pizza and I love. Dude, I just like wrote. Okay, I got to share just a few things. I wrote down I, pizza too. Can we just can, can I can I just fast track things that I love real quick, super yeah, fast? Yeah, and I want to oh, let me let me hear yours first. Random wrote, random food you like. I wrote down pizza with like sausage and onions. I might I probably get a slice today from this local place called Mike's. Oh, big um, Mike. I freaking love waffles. Like, really? I crush I crush waffles all the time. Eggos, I make my own. I got my own waffle iron. Dude, I I got I love making waffles. Um Dude, what's that what's that new company so the bait with the bear on it? They got protein waffles, so good. Oh, um, um Jack. Gr- Hungry man. J- what's it? What is it? Grizzly Jack, something Jack? Yeah, yeah, and there's like a bear on the front. Yeah. So it, good. Jack cakes or something. Yeah. Yeah. They they that do pancakes and waffles, like a mix. It's bomb. Yeah. It's bomb. Um, but of course, like baking it from scratch is awesome too. Heck yeah! And then, You're an ego guy. Ego's whack, dude. I'll crush egos if I'm in a rush. I guess that's um, yeah. I have pop tarts in our pantry for the weekends. Yeah, and then just like one random like a yeah, goldfish. Just, goldfish is like my snack. Dude, you love goldfish. crush to the day I die. <laughs> dude, goldfish with a, a little uh, M and M. Just a, just a little touch of M M&M, and M, little salt, well, salty sweet is pretty great for me. <laughs> Michael all Michael all cursive, <laughs> Scott all caps, a little yin yang situation, <laughs> a little left brain, right brain. Um, what else? Like favorite you? favorite fruit? Like what? You know, um, just other random foods you like? Watermelon, mango, carrots. Ooh. Don't bring. Uh, don't bring like oranges around, man. I, I'm, I'm no I'm no good on oranges. Yeah, what is the soccer uh, practice? <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't like chocolate, which is weird. You don't like I chocolate? Get a, get a lot of flack for that. Oh yeah, you do. Um, not even like a like a dark chocolate, like a fair trade, really like maybe like a sea salt or a mint. I mean, maybe, but I could just leave it pretty easily. Okay, okay, yeah. How bit. about you? Give me give me some free some free form free form Allen Ginsberg rant. This was food. hard not to put this as my main dish, but bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel on a Dude, on a yes. toasted everything bagel, like a solid. Not I'm not talking like a Thomas bagel from the grocery store. I'm talking like Brooklyn bagel. I'm talking Brooklyn bagel. I'm talking. There's a place here called NY Bagel and Deli. Like just like a you know I I need a New Yorker making this bagel. And uh, so bacon, egg, and cheese is up there, and that egg needs to be fried hard. Yeah, obviously we're not we're not animals. We're not animals. Uh, uh, Mexican food. I love Mexican food. Um, something that uh, Brit um, has gotten me into through her community, uh, Hispanic community at church is pupusa. Yeah, pupusa because they call them papusitas, little pupusas. Um, and this is like a corn tortilla that is like really thick and kind of doughy. It's been fried, and inside there's beans and cheese. They can do beans and cheese. Um, they can do pork and cheese, and it's like one of the. And then on top you do like some cabbage and like some mm. slaw, and then some like like super super hot picante on top. So it's almost like a deconstructed taco. It's really interesting. Um, yeah, big fan of the pupusa. Also, f- like fajitas, like more of the Tex-Mex style. Um, bananas are my fruit. You are a banana. <laughs> like down to your ice cream. It's like I love banana bananas. and Oreo ice cream. Banana and everything. I I eat, a, I eat a banana every single day, and it's like I look forward to it so much. <laughs> of course, I love like 
apples and like the melon fruits and I love mandarins. Yeah. Like I, I can blackberries. Sure. I'm pretty into I'm pretty into blackberries these days. But there's something about the banana that's just I like their stock wasn't doing too well. <laughs> bananas like an incredibly it's joke, blackberry. <laughs> bananas an incredibly mobile fruit like you throw it in your briefcase it's slim it fits in like it's not like an apple like this round thing sticking out like yeah you can peel you don't it have to wash it you don't yeah you don't have to wash it it doesn't get on your hands you can peel it like i'm just like yeah i'm like a monkey i like bananas um did you know if you peel from the bottom up you don't get those little stringy things get out of here yeah, so if you reverse peel a banana, you don't get but how the do you crack it strings. open? Because you use the top little thing to rip. You gotta, you gotta find your touch, and, you and <laughs> son, you'll find it one day. It's not gonna be a quick. You might have just changed just my whole game because I eat them in my truck a lot and get those stringy things everywhere, and I have to like clean. Give I'm it like, a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, all Episode Italian five all, of this season will be all about that. <laughs> all Italian food. Uh, I'm yeah. Italian. Um, so there's like, Carabas. yeah, big Italian family. Uh, sushi. Love sushi. Oh, dude. Heck yeah. Which I did not always like sushi. I've like... Sure. Thai food. Love Thai food. Like pad thai, of course, but also like, some, I don't know, I mean, like some curry, some like... I'm really into... Um, this uh, pepper steak dish at our Ooh. Thai place. It's like it's like a steak with like peppers and onions, and they give you like a white uh, rice, like a, like a steamed like kind of sticky yeah. rice, and you put the pepper steak and the juice, like the ajou juice, yeah, and that yeah. onto the rice. That's that's pretty phenomenal. With like a Thai tea on the side, like oh, the milk yeah. the milk tea. It's like nice. Put a little cool. in your hair for later. <laughs> All right. Anyway, those are some of my highlights, but uh, I'll never forget. We would, my brothers and I would go to Brooklyn Bagel like every Friday morning before school. That was like our thing on Fridays was we'd go and get breakfast and I'd get a bacon, egg and cheese every single time. So fast forward, I'm playing basketball, pick up basketball with some friends. And I, there's a guy there who like, I recognize, but we don't know each other. And he's like, Hey man, I know he's <laughs> like, I know you. And I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't think so, man. Like, but you look kind of familiar. I was like, do you go to, do we go to school together? He's like, no. And he just goes, he like, he's like trying to think about it. And then at this point, the entire, everyone is like, cause we haven't started the game yet. We haven't done like the draft or whatever. Everyone is like, starts congregating around this guy. So he's like trying to figure out how he knows me. And he just like snaps his fingers. He's like, I got it. And he's like, points at me and he's like, Bacon, egg, and cheese. Brooklyn <laughs> Bagel. He, like, he works at Brooklyn. And like yeah. literally my friends just locked in on that and like called me bacon, egg, and cheese for years. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. If you got to be known for something on the basketball court, <laughs> that's what you wanted to be known for. Bacon, egg, and cheese. You missed that layup. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, it's not even concise. No, it's um <laughs> Yeah, dude, I could talk about just oh, food all day. all day. I, I want to like, talk about chefs. I want to talk about chef's table. I want to talk about the movie Chef. Do we? There's, oh, but man. but I know we're we're just we're crushing the time here. We we could do a uh, we could do a third app. <sighs> Should we do it? Should we do it to the listeners? Listeners, you're gonna find out. We either are doing a third app or we're gonna talk about sports next week. So <laughs> uh, you can just good. stick around and find out. I'll just say real quick, just on the content side, Chef's Table's fantastic. Uh, there's an episode where uh, Marto, Martimo, I forget the guy's name. Italian That's guy, not his name. He does, yeah, it's not even close. He does um, <laughs> Par- Parmigiano Regano. He does, he does Parmesan cheese. And there's, a, there's a scene where they're trying to figure out if the Parmesan's ready, these wheels of Parmesan, and they hit it with a mallet. 
and these like group of chefs are just listening to the Parmesan. Wow. And they're able to like determine whether or not it's ready based on the sound. <laughs> that, and it was like one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen. This is this must be where that stupid cheese it's commercial ripped it off. Because it they? was like, how do you know when cheese is ready? And it cuts to like an animated block of cheese. And okay. uh he like <laughs> asks it a question and the cheese makes a joke. And it's like a childish joke, this? and then the doctor checks not mature on the che- on the on the clipboard. Yeah, they probably ripped it off that. Yeah, it's a total rip off of that. He's like, yeah, anyway. Uh, Mike, uh, Michael Poland, I've read some of his stuff. It's interesting. Uh, Chef, the movie Chef. Wait, 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 should we really burn through this stuff? We might want to talk about it. Uh, I'm burning. All right, all right. I'm just burning. I mean, we can uh, just honorable mentions. I just want to bring. All right. Uh, the movie Chef, the opening scene where. Um, Who's his manager in that? It's super famous. What's his name? It's, uh, uh, I'm spacing on some of these older guys. It's not Pacino. Um, De Niro? No, it's not De Niro. It's uh, it's the graduate. The graduate. Yeah, uh, Dennis. Um, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, so it's D- Dustin Hoffman, uh, John Favreau, and he's like he has this food critic. Who? What's that food critic's name? The actor. I love him. Oh, he's, I don't know, but he's a jerk. I know. I know his name. I have it buried. Lake Placid. I have his name buried somewhere in my mind. So he's coming in and. They've basically had this like feud on Twitter about like, hope you bring your A game. Like last time I had your stuff, it wasn't great. And so he prepares like this super like heartfelt, I think it's like a Latin dish. And basically his the restaurant manager's like, no, like we're going, we're going between the lines, like filet mignon. Yeah, lava (laughs) cake for dessert. And he brings it out. Um he brings he they bring the food out and he they're like watching through the glass or whatever and he's just like, of course, like John Favreau's like knows he's playing it safe, he's disappointed, and he ends up just like like yeah. doing like talking about it on Twitter and just like openly making fun of how safe he played it to the point and he get Favreau gets so angry to where he comes out of the restaurant and like starts screaming at him. It starts this fight. Um and it's it's like one of the and they like, you know, everyone starts filming him and put and that's like kind of the beginning of the movie. It's his like chef career kind of crashes. So he like talks about opening a food truck on his own. And anyway, yeah. I I just love that movie and I love that scene. Yeah, it's cool. We can cut that last few minutes. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love, I love, love, love Chef. Oh, so it kind of spawned this YouTube series called Binging with Babish that I I watch a lot. It's this guy who cooks. Mm. It's just like very visually. He's not like a chef. He's just a guy, but he's like a designer. So it's oh, very cool. visually. Um, and so, final say, shout out on my end. Say the name again. It's Binging with Babish. B A B I S H. Yeah, check it. Mm. Um, my last shout out to the late great Anthony Bourdain. I like mm. came of age watching his stuff. No reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm blank. Gosh, um, parts unknown. Mm. And the dude was just like he mixed food with literature and writing and travel in a way that no one had before. And so, yeah. Um, miss you, Tony B. Uh, mm. you were, you were a legend. You still are. Mm. Um, Oh, and John Favreau has a new Netflix show that's about his process of training for chef. Oh yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. and I think it's, it's called chef or something or like learning to cook or something, but he's actually like, gotten really into it and now he has a netflix show yeah favreau favreau goes on binging with babish it, oh, all these things he? are all these things are super connected, connected. yeah for sure um, much like food it's, it's i gotta wrapped throw out up guy in... fury diners okay <laughs> i just ruined it taking you to flavor town <laughs> yeah. that does not sound like him at all like the wrap it's... around oakley's <laughs> we, we can so edit good. that all right hey um 
Yo, let's, food. Let's it's tied it up in everything. It's in, it's in, it's tied up in family, friends, community. It can be a solitary experience. It's tied up it, in it can travel. Be it's it can be yeah, memories and and it's physical, but it's deeper than that. And, send us um, your send us your ratatouille moments where that that dish just takes you back home. Tell us about it. Do it. Do it. Okay, friends. Um, Talking about food is hard. It's just I we did we just scratch the surface. What um, do we? I know, I know. Tell us that, all about that. Your, tell us. About all we your, did was scratch the filmy layer of the queso, and you let it coagulate <laughs> oh, yes. for a bit. We're just like you gotta that like mix layer. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about your food stuff. We want to hear it. And what are we getting into next week, Ry? A little shout out. What do we have? Sports. <laughs> We're talking about sports. 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 This is going to be an interesting conversation because I have a uh, <laughs> st- some stuff to contribute, but it's very different than what Ryan's going to contribute. And this is going to be our first like push pull conversation. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. I'm wearing a basketball jersey right now. That's how much of a jock <laughs> I am, dude. I made three. Yeah, you're a total bu- jock. Buckets during this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh! I shot 24 times. It was not good percentage. Okay. All right, All fam. Right. Take care. Back. We'll talk to you later. Close it out with the uh, the true crime thing. Bring it back for us, Ry. Call back. Uh, oh, um, hit us. Close us out. Oh gosh. Um, Professor Wig, we just want to thank you for your time talking about. Thank uh, you, thank the, you. The chicken bones and lack <laughs> thereof. Uh, remind us, we can find you um, at the University of Phoenix Albany branch, right? Is that did I get the correct branch? It is the University of Phoenix Online. Yeah, no, Albany that's branch. implied. Oh, um, is that? <laughs> that's assumed. I so. It. <laughs> that's great uh, thank you again for discussing article 12 clause 5 motion B semicolon you with the two little dots above it I think we all learned something valuable today and I can't mm. say what but, I'm sh- <laughs> but it's there He's po- Ryan is currently pointing at me with his moleskin <laughs> while he's saying this it's hilarious just hit my camera <laughs> um, yeah uh, thank you so much for listening to I never named the podcast but I think it was white collar crime yeah is it there's a USA show called White Collar, so we don't want that copyright infringement. So, yeah. uh, find us at whitecollarcrimepod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Shoot us We all love your, you guys. Yeah. Take care, guys. Catch you, AC Slater. Bye. 9 p.m. with streetlights. It's never too late to readjust your seat. Sit back and think right. You never can trust. Oncoming headlights Your power cords Don't mix With insincerity You're my luchador In Spandex Oh, call me if you need me.